Hello. Do you like laughing until you do a funny snort and then a big snot bubble comes out of your nose and it pops and goes everywhere and it covers your brother and sister in snot and then you laugh more and fall over? Do you have many unanswered questions about the world, such as where have all the flying pigs gone? Why are trees always in the way? Or perhaps even, who's stolen my meatball? Hello, my name is Tiernan, and if you answered yes to either of those questions, or none of them, or a completely different one that absolutely no one asked you, then Radio Nonsense, the official comedy club for kids podcast, is definitely for you. This podcast is suitable for all ages, from to... And I gather some of the funniest comedians in the world to answer your very important questions in the most unhelpful and silly way possible. And of course, this show doesn't contain a single rude word at all. Hoover, bums wow. Mufus doofus, bum guff. So gather round all your special listening devices and tune into Comedy Club for Kids Presents Radio Nonsense with all of your friends and family and pets and favourite spoon. This show is not suitable for 101-year-olds, but absolutely fine for 100-year-olds and 102-year-olds, obviously. I don't make the rules, don't blame me. Well, I do, but still don't blame me. Go blame Susan or an old shoe. Bullfrogs and Lizards is a collection of audio stories about the adventures of a group of children living in an Australian country town in the early 20th century. There are floods, fire, thieving magpies and piglets covered in grease. So if you love great stories... Search for Bullfrogs and Lizards on Spotify now. Welcome to Super Great Kids Stories. Fun tales to make you laugh and cry with some of the best storytellers from around the world. Recommended for ages 5 to 105. I'm Kim and I love stories. Hello, super great kids. How are you? Have you ever got the giggles and just couldn't stop? Well, this week's story is a Slav tale from the Balkans in Southeast Europe. It's called The Laughing Prince and guess what it's about? You've guessed it. It's about a boy who liked to laugh and a princess who longed to laugh. And it's told by Tiernan Duyeb, who, if you remember, is a comedian. So he spends a lot of his time getting children laughing and giggling. But just before our story, one of the best things for me about making this podcast is hearing from you. So many of you have been filling up our bag of happies this week with reviews and drawings inspired by super great stories. Brother and sister Ainsley and Ian in Massachusetts sent in some stunning drawings. Ian, who is nine, sent a magnificent picture of how the snakes got their poison, told by Toop. I love the vibrant colours of the snakes and the young, brave warrior about to visit the Snake King. Stupendous work, Ian. Thank you very much. If you'd like to listen to that how and why story told by Toop, it's episode four on our website. And thanks to Ian's sister Ainsley, who is seven, who sent a marvellous picture of the race between Donkey and Toad. Toad has big googly eyes and Donkey has a boastful glint in his eye. Thanks, Ainsley. Great work. If you'd like to listen to this Jamaican folktale, it's episode number 27. And thanks to Karen, who's eight, with help from Caden, who's six, 
who sent in a stupendous picture of Donkey's band and the big bad robbers. It's got lots of detail, with each animal in the band playing their individual instruments, plus the sound they're making to help you remember if you want to tell the story yourself. I hope you've had a go at helping to tell it to somebody in your family, Karen and Caden. And we'd also like to thank your grown-up, Chris, for supporting us on Kofi. That's very generous. Thank you, Chris. Thanks also to Kirsty for subscribing to Super Great Kids Stories. Very kind of you. Your subscriptions help to pay our storytellers. If you'd like to get our stories advert free, then go to ko-fi.com forward slash Super Great Kids Stories. And if you have a picture to share or would like to see other fans' pictures, then visit our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash supergreatkidsstories. Now, time for our story, The Laughing Prince, told by Tiernan Duyeb. And remember, Tiernan is a comedian, so you've been warned, we might tell some jokes. Laughing is the best, isn't it? Don't you love laughing? Have you ever really belly laughed until you can't quite breathe and your face aches and you're not even making a laughing noise anymore but you're just holding your sides and rocking back and forth? Oh, there is nothing that feels better than laughing. Except maybe, just maybe, making someone else absolutely fall to bits with laughter because of something funny that you've said or done. Laughing makes everyone feel better, that is a fact. And if you make someone laugh, then you've given them a big chunk of joy to their day and that is pretty special indeed. This is an old Slavic tale about how talking nonsense and making people laugh can be far more important than showing off just how clever you are. There once, a very long time ago, maybe last week or next Tuesday, was a farmer. I don't know what type. He might have been a llama farmer. He could have been a farmer who lives in the Bahamas and wears pyjamas. We don't know. But there was this farmer and he had three sons and one little daughter. His oldest son was very, very, very smart and read so, so many books that the farmer said, we will send him to university and he will become the smartest man in the land and people will be able to ask him any question ever, like, why are trees and what is a weasel? And he will understand and be able to give them answers. The farmer's second son was very, very skilled at trading and he could sell absolutely anything to anyone. He could sell a woolly hat to a sheep and they would buy it. And the farmer said, one day my second son will be the richest man in the whole widest world. But the farmer's youngest son, he didn't like spending his time reading and he never tried to sell anything to anyone. And what he really enjoyed doing was telling stories to his little sister and making her laugh herself silly. But the farmer didn't think that was very special and instead he worried that all his youngest son did was talk absolute nonsense. He would talk for ages in silly voices about things that made absolutely no sense at all, like, watch out for the bananas, or, um, I am a moustache. And he'd run up to his brothers and do things like shout, you smell. And when they'd say, no, we don't, he'd point at their nose and say, well, what do you use that for then? And then fall about laughing with his little sister. The eldest brother and the middle brother didn't find it funny at all. And they just complained that their younger brother was nothing but a farmer, which actually isn't really anything to be ashamed of, especially as that's what their father did. The youngest son liked doing farm work and he loved talking to all of the animals. He talked to them like they were people and he had names for every single one of them. There was Clive the horse, Ian the pig, Susan the sheep, 
And when he came near, all the horses would neigh, the cows would moo, and the pigs loved him so much that when they saw him, they'd just run circles around him, squealing, eek, eek, eek. The second brother laughed at him for this. If all the village people could see all the pigs following our little brother around, they would laugh at him. I hope when I'm rich and I live in a village that he doesn't come and visit me. Oh, that's so mean. They just didn't understand why their younger brother was always laughing and joking and they thought it made him foolish. But he didn't care. The more his older brothers frowned at him, the louder it made him laugh. So the younger brother carried on talking nonsense and making jokes every night after dinner and his little sister would say, please, please tell me a funny story, please. And their father would say, but all your brother does is fill your head with nonsense. He is foolish. And the little sister wouldn't care. She'd stamp her feet and say, he isn't foolish. He knows more than anyone and he can do more things than anyone else and he can make me laugh, which is the most important thing ever. She loved her brother dearly and thought that he was the best person in the whole widest world. The kingdom where the farmer, who we're not sure if he owns llamas, pyjamas or lives in the Bahamas, but wherever it was that he and his children lived, was ruled by a great king who had a daughter. And the king really wanted his daughter to one day rule the kingdom. And so he sent all over the world for teachers and tutors to teach the princess all the many, many things that he thought that she should know. The princess loved her father. And so because he wanted her to study, she would spend all day in lessons with these stuffy old scholars and all night revising and learning. After a little while, she got so bored of all her lessons that she started to be very naughty and misbehave in all of them. When an old general taught her military manoeuvres, the princess would tear her paper in two and call him a silly old man. When the language teacher dropped his glasses on the floor, she deliberately trod on them. Crunch! How naughty is that? And the king heard all about her mischief and asked his daughter just what the matter was. He was making sure she had all the finest teachers in the world and yet she was being rude to all of them. Well, said the princess, I am tired of living in this boring old castle being taught boring things by a lot of boring old men and women who do nothing but instruct me with boring things. I want to laugh like all the other children do. So the king thought and thought, but he didn't really know how to make people laugh, let alone his daughter. So he went and asked all the scholars who taught her if they had any ideas about how to make her laugh. But even with their knowledge, all of the clever things that they knew, not a single one knew how to have fun or cheer someone up. That just wasn't what they'd learned about. So the king decided that what he would do would be to tell his heralds to head out into the kingdom and announce that if there was anyone who could make the princess laugh, then they could have her hand in marriage and become joint heir to the kingdom. The heralds travelled far and wide to the very corners and edges and pockets and nooks and crannies of the king's land until those even on the most distant farms as far away as around the corner or just behind you had heard about the offer. So within days there was a very large queue at the castle and one by one each of the people in the queue would enter the princess's chamber and they tried to tell her a tale or joke that made them laugh or made their families laugh and they thought might also cause her to titter. They'd say things like, what do you call a fly with no arms or no legs? A bogey! But as they entered and saw the king and the wise scholars and the princess herself sitting on the bed, arms folded, waiting to be amused, they all got quite nervous and they would hum and haw and stammer and they'd forget all their funny words and they'd forget the punchlines and then they'd stomp off in disgrace and the princess would still be in a very unhappy frown. 
The farmer's oldest son was in the queue too, and he tried his best to tell the princess a funny story from his very clever book of Latin. But the princess said it was as boring as her lessons and sent him away. The second son tried to tell her a tale of how he traded a mouldy old sandwich for someone's pig, but the princess just said, actually, that's quite mean, and he's a bit of a cheat, and she sent him away. Returning home, the eldest brother said, why don't we send our youngest brother? Everyone laughs at him. And he meant it in a mean way, but their youngest brother smiled and said, that's a great idea, and then if I make her laugh, I will become king, and you two will be my poor brothers. Ha ha ha, what a funny joke that will be. And he laughed and laughed and laughed at the idea and his little sister laughed too. But the older two brothers were absolutely furious and they all went to bed. Once they were in bed, the younger sister crept over to the youngest brother and whispered in his ear. Brother, you must go to the princess and tell her a joke. Tell her the joke about the little boy who picks his nose. And I think she'll just have to laugh at that one because it makes me laugh forever and ever. The youngest brother agreed. So in the morning he got up before his brothers, he dressed up in his fanciest clothes and he rode his horse all the way to the castle. He ran all the way up to the princess's chamber absolutely full of energy and he wasn't bothered by the teachers who he thought looked stuffy. And he saw the king and he thought, well, he's no more intimidating than Dave the Bull that he tames on the farm, so why should he be worried about a king? He then imagined putting a nose ring on the king like, like Dave the Bull and he just couldn't stop giggling. It would look so silly. Then the youngest brother saw the princess sitting on her bed and he felt completely unable to speak. He'd never seen anyone so beautiful in his life. He knelt beside her and kissed her hand and said, Princess, I'm not very clever and I'm not very rich. And even if I do make you laugh, you really don't have to marry me. I'm just here because I know it will please my little sister if I try. Your sister, said the princess, very curious. Yes, princess, my little sister, who I love very much, she thinks all my stories and jokes are very funny and said I must travel to you and tell you the story about the little boy who picks his nose. And she said you would just have to laugh about that. I like the sound of your sister, said the princess, and I like the sound of that joke too. But the youngest brother warned her it was very silly. It's a very silly joke. So just be warned, because this is not like the stuff that you learn from your teachers. This is absolutely silly. And the princess looked him in the eye and said, Brilliant! The sillier, the better. Right then, said the youngest brother. And he began. The other day, I saw a little boy who was picking his nose and eating it. Urgh! And the princess said, Urgh! And the king in the corner went, Hmm. And I went up to the little boy, said the youngest brother, and said, When your mother or father tell you to eat your greens, that is not what they meant. And the princess laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed. And the king took the youngest brother by the arm and said, I will reward you richly for you have made my daughter laugh. You said you would not insist on marrying her. You are a fine lad and I will never, ever forget you. But father, said the princess, I don't want him to go. That joke was so silly and so funny, like nothing I've ever heard before. And oh, I really like him. He said I needn't marry him if I didn't want to, but I do. So the farmer's youngest brother and the princess were married. And from that day on, the castle was no longer boring and stuffy, but full of laughter and silliness. In fact, the whole kingdom, infected by their jollity, began to joke and laugh and be silly too. You could hear people shouting silly things all across the kingdom. 
How do you say good morning to a cow? Good morning! And they'd all be falling about laughing and feeling a lot better. Even the farmer's other sons found that they had to laugh along, although they weren't very good at it. And the princess told the little sister that she owed all her laughter and happiness to her wisdom. So she got to live in the castle too and laugh at her brother's wonderful silly stories forevermore. Oh, what a great, happy ending. Thanks for that, Tiernan. And if you'd like to hear more of Tiernan's jokes, he presents the Comedy Club for Kids podcast, Radio Nonsense. Do check him out on Apple or Spotify. His last week's show had some amazing facts about dinosaurs. Thanks for listening. I'd particularly like to thank all of our followers in Denver, your very loyal listeners, which makes my heart sing. If you like our podcast... Do remember to review us on Apple Podcast or Spotify or contact us on Facebook and tell us who is your favourite character and why. We love hearing from you. Bye for now. Bye.